my daughter had told me, what was your dream? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I want to be an artist. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, why aren't you an artist? Yeah. Uh, because before that question, I had told her, um, you guys follow your dreams. I got your back. Do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll be there through the thick and the thin, no matter what. Yeah. You fall, hey, I'm going to let you pick yourself up. Um, that's when my kids had all of them just ganged up on me and told me, well, why don't you follow your dreams? Yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. You love, is this your dream? Uh -huh. Is this what you wanted to do? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the My Mike and I podcast. I am your host, Noah Alvarez, episode 152, ladies and gentlemen. And before we get into introducing this week's guest, I did want to remind you guys to like, subscribe, and follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you're interested in checking out the visuals, be sure to check it out on YouTube. Just search up my mic and I, or you can search up my name, Noah Alvarez. That's the title title of the YouTube channel. And you can find the visuals for the podcast along with the audio for the podcast. So be sure to like, follow, subscribe on all those different platforms, whatever was more convenient for you. And be sure to check us out on Instagram at my period Mike and period I. Also, don't forget to check out True 100 Radio. Dot com spelled T-R-U, the number 100 radio.com and shout out to Jamal Bostic for putting that all together and all his hard work behind the scenes for making it happen. Really happy to be a part of the team. Again, you can check out True 100 Radio and all the different podcasts like You're Doing Fine Miha, Like Stupid Geniuses, Jamal's very own Morning Routine, and plenty more podcasts local to the Orange County area. So be sure to check them out. We also got some cool articles up on the website as well. So we're just trying to expand, become more of a podcast network slash radio station. And it's been a lot of fun. It's a journey. Obviously, we're very young in it, but we're learning as we go. And, you know, if you guys have any feedback for us, be sure to hit us up too. Like I said, we're on social media, Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of good stuff. Now, I'll keep this intro relatively short because I'm playing around with different lengths of the podcast and just trying different things out. So I'm going to keep this relatively short. We're going to go ahead and get into this week's guest. Can I get a drum roll, please? This week's guest is none other than Marcos from the brand known as Carnalismo. All right, so Carnalismo is a brand that I, it's a streetwear brand that I found online, I believe, during the pandemic, the heat of it, I would say in the summer. You know, just different people on social media were sharing the brand and I saw some of the designs. I really liked it. And basically, man, it, I'll, I'll let Marcos do the storytelling, but it's, uh, you know, it's surrounded by the Latino experience as well as the, you know, the Mexican experience. So not only just, you know, Mexicans living in Mexico, but the Mexican-American culture experience as well. And it's just really well done. Like I said, I'm going to let Marcos get more into it, but be sure to check them out at carnalismo.clothing on Instagram. That's C-A-R-N-A-L-I-S-M-O dot clothing on Instagram. They're going to get a website up pretty soon, but check out some of their brands, man. Be sure to support local. And again, I had a really fun conversation with Marcos, so I hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into that conversation with Marcos and myself. <clears throat> well, really appreciate you again for hopping on and driving all out this way to be on the show. Don't worry. Yeah. It's all good, baby. <laughs> so tell me, how did you start your brand? What was the earliest beginnings of Carnalismo? Well, all right. So Carnalismo started with uh, a dream, like everybody else, you know. Um, I started, it was not even Carnalismo before this. It was going to be called Hijos del Sol. Ooh, okay. 
the name was taken. Yeah. <laughs> like every good name, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> they beat you to it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Hijos del Sol, but it was like a like a music thing, but it was already registered. And I didn't want to fit into the same, you know, thing, what they were doing. So um, it, it took a while. It, it takes it takes a while. So, you, you know, I always wanted to do something that has to do with our people and shit. You know, the Hispanic community and stuff like that. So, what we did was think of a name. I stayed up. My wife and I, we stayed up for like, it was, it was the rainy season, so mm-hmm. it's beautiful. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's a free, your mind is just flowing. You have nothing to worry about. Indoors. Yeah. Oh, indoors. The window, <laughs> you can leave it cracked open a little bit. You know, the moisture and everything, it was just right. Yeah. And then we had came up with something called, uh, well, we want, first we wanted it to, to hit our people. Yeah. We wanted it to hit, like, um, our community. We wanted unity. We wanted peace. We wanted love. We wanted um, our culture. And we wanted to introduce two different parts of the culture, which mm. is the Mexico culture and the you know mexican-american culture right and try to clash it as one mm-hmm. you know so while we're trying to do that we, you got to think of a, of a good name you know so it for some reason we were up you know we we're blazing <laughs> you know yeah and um That's where all the best ideas come yeah, from. yeah. <laughs> we were free-spirited yeah open-minded and everything and um we were just chilling in the bedroom. The beautiful part about whenever you're you're working with your significant other and shit is, yeah. is, is that she has your back and you are the same with her, you know? Mm-hmm. And what happened was uh, we were just watching movies, chilling, drawing, painting, and and then boom, she's, she's like, what, what, what brings us together? What do you think? You know, she's more aggressive than I am. Yeah. I'm more chill. <laughs> more then, mellow. Yeah, more mellow. Yeah. I don't like that, you know? Like, yeah. someone has to be like that in, in the relationship. Yeah. So she's like, you know, like something with with, with brotherhood, like, like you know, amigos, carnales type of shit. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to do use this name for a while. I don't know if it's taken, but it's carnalismo, uh-huh. you know, where you extend the hand to the homies and whatever and people that are actually cool with you yeah and i'm like and you want to unite them and 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 do something better to help each other out and be better in life you know? yeah to, all together not just one person thinking you're the shit and the best you know yeah but be the best together mm-hmm. you know because we all have a dream we all have a dream like you have a dream i got a dream right you know but if we work together we don't always gotta like you know um see eye to eye yeah see yeah. eye to eye but we all got to see the same road right for the future mm-hmm. you know what i mean it might be a different roads you know but it might lead to the end you know to the same road yeah so that's that's where we came up with carnalismo but in it was also carnalismo inc mm. so <laughs> <laughs> back to the drawing board scratch that shit out and i have a couple of designs with that one okay i just didn't never posted it up yeah so yeah just, throw that shit in the trash um and it was just carnalismo okay you know carnalismo clothing so that's how that's how it started you right know because because i was also tell my kids you know i got four kids yeah and with my four kids how as a father are you going to tell your kids follow your dream 
when your kids tell you while you're while you know you're riding with them and that you know you I, I love to go out with my kids you know yeah sunday mornings that's my thing yeah that's my thing bro i go i drive in my truck bump the music ride ride low and fucking just go to a restaurant because i love menudo on oh Sundays. nice yeah so i'm just driving and, and and my kids are like i don't know what we were talking about but but my, my kids are always asking questions I'm mm-hmm. like, you know sometimes as a father you want them to be quiet <laughs> you know but <laughs> um my daughter had told me what was your dream mm-hmm. i was like oh i want to be an artist mm-hmm. she's like oh why aren't you an artist yeah uh because before that question i had told her um you guys follow your dreams i got your back do what you want to do mm-hmm. you know i'll be there through the thick and the thin no matter what yeah you fall Hey, I'm going to let you pick yourself up, but if you need, you know, financial help or whatever type of help, I'll be there for you guys. Yeah. You know, which is very important. That's dope, yeah. Especially now. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's when my kids had, all of them, just ganged up on me and told me, then why don't you follow your dreams? Yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. You love, is this your dream? Uh-huh. Is it what you wanted to do? And uh, <laughs> I said, no. Yeah. You know, of course. No, no, I don't think any father wants to say this was who I wanted to be for the rest of my life till I die. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have inspirations. We all have dreams. We all want a better future. Mm-hmm. And we all want to be the best that we thought when we were growing up as kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? That shit sparked my imagination. That's dope. And fuck it. I said I wanted to be an artist. And I said, you know what? I'm going to show you guys. Yeah. You know, just to, to open that little window for them in their, their their mind, just to be free and spirited and just fucking fly. Mm-hmm. Just for them, you know. That's why Carnalismo came up. Hey, okay. And that's why I'm Shout doing what I'm doing. Shout out to the kids, man. Yo. <laughs> Shout out to my babies. <laughs> yeah. So I get to work with students too, high school, middle school age, through my main job, like Monday through Friday. And I think that's the coolest experience, though, is like you're constantly getting... Uh, you're finding out their inspirations and what inspires them or what they want to do and then you just feel like younger and sometimes like they ask you like oh what do you want to do when you grow up and it just kind of allows you to not only do they believe in you but they support you too and I know it's like different than obviously like your kids versus like you know kids at work that you just you know you're their mentors and stuff yeah but it's just honestly like just being around that youthful energy is cool because it kind of inspires you to do a little bit more and just like think like oh yeah I can like I got this you know nice yeah creative energy yeah this is yeah creative energy yeah they're so they're so full of life yeah you know when you grab a child like I have a baby right yeah she is she barely turned five okay now I gotta worry about kindergarten right yeah this little girl I think she has too much carnalismo dude <laughs> yeah. swear yeah she's too outgoing she's she's wild she even goes takes pictures like this. Yeah. You know, like like pointing the fingers up. Nice. What's up? <laughs> you know that I'm like, oh my god. And then my wife she's like, that's your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't mine. <laughs> you know. So my my other my other kids they're like, some of them are mellow. The other one loves animals. Mm-hmm. And then my other one, I call her um, Paloma Blanca, mm-hmm. which is my oldest daughter that's not uh, my wife's daughter so when i was like um 17 i became uh i became a father mm-hmm. you know i got my baby mama pregnant 
<laughs> and by 18 I was already a dad like yeah you know before I graduated and everything um my graduation gift was my daughter mm. and you know it's embarrassing you know when you're in high school and shit yeah and then they show up and you're graduating you know that that was you know they show up with your baby yeah on graduation day so I call her Paloma Blanca okay. you know that's that's my baby cause she's always happy mm-hmm. she, she's the light like even my wife says she's the light of the house you know she's always hi yeah good morning the sun is up <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know okay. I'm like oh shut up <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to work <laughs> yeah. you know that type of person okay so, oh, yeah. Yeah. So how do you balance the fatherhood and also just having your own clothing brand and everything that goes behind the scenes oh <sighs> You don't see me every day, just tired. Mm-hmm. You see me every day, just waking up, trying to do what I got to do as a father. First, more importantly, I'm a father before the brand. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm their best friend. They're my best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, importantly, because because in in any I think in any relationship, in any business, uh, family comes first, right? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to, right? But as you're as you're building your brand, as you're building any business, and I think I could say that about any kind of business, like construction, you know, the labor work, the anything behind the scenes, the the business always comes first. Yeah. And I'm I'm starting to deal with that, the business, and then my kids. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult, bro. Yeah. It's fucking hard, man. I uh, in the beginning, in the beginning, it was. Me just hanging out, you know, watching a movie, drawing the designs, mm-hmm. the ones that we're wearing, you know, just watching a movie. I'm like, oh, it's a scary movie. Oh, this shit is scary. Yeah. You yeah. know, just, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, El Cucuy is there, you know. <laughs> but it, it would just be me hanging out with the family. Mm-hmm. And then they got used to it because they, they saw it as me as my hobby, mm-hmm. you know. But in the back of my mind, it was always what I wanted to do as a business. My, my, my future, you know, my my actual dream mm-hmm. so I I did that for, for a couple of years uh, once my designs were ready I started taking time away from the kids mm. once I started taking time away from the kids the wife gets pissed off yeah naturally shout out to the wifey <laughs> cause she always gets pissed off shout out yeah <laughs> um, from there I started taking a little bit more time away from the family because then that's when you got to start finding materials, the business, networking, uh, the design process, everything that goes behind the scenes that makes things pretty mm-hmm. that nobody sees. Right. You know what I mean? And then I started now. I'm barely figuring out how to try to balance both things. And also the beautiful thing. Now, my kids, my wife and everybody. It's it's our lifestyle. Yeah, this is the way we live. That's this is good. who I am. This is what we're about. You know, yo, carnalismo, guys, go here. Yeah, you guys are coming. Let's go to Vegas. All right, let's go to Vegas. You yeah. know, like right now, who's coming over? This guy's coming over. Carnitas, you know, carne asada nice. type of shit. You know, uh, we're hanging out um, because they understood. You know, in the beginning it's hard, but now they understood. Mm-hmm. You know, where we're going. You know, now I can tell them, yo, uh, Carnalismo is sponsoring comedians. Come on, let's go have some fun. <laughs> let's go watch some comedians. Get some laughs in. Yeah, get some laughs <laughs> in. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nah, <I'm just> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 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 like, um, 
you know, like last time. Oh, dude, let me tell you a story real quick. Okay. Uh, okay. We went to Hammett, right, for the also comedy event. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shit, you know what was funny, bro? Um, we went, and when we went, we uh, it, it's a school night. It's on a Thursday. Mm. So on the Thursday, I drive all the way to Hammett, and then we watch. I'm like. I was in a super good, good, like super good mood. Yeah. I told my kids, here's a debit card. Get whatever the fuck you guys want to eat. Yeah. You know? Nice. They already know the pin. They know how to use it. Yeah. You know? Oh, damn. Now I got to worry about how they ever <laughs> steal it. You know? <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, But, yeah, we were hanging out, just chilling and everything like that. They had a dope time. I We were driving back home. I think it was like 12... 12 o'clock and I forgot it was a school night mm. oh man and then I forgot to even put gas oh yes no way yes I got stuck but it was close to home okay so I had to call my sister-in-law thank you sister-in-law <laughs> uh, she came it was like 12.30 in the night in the morning dang yeah she came and put gas on the truck and then she started cussing me out. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. <And laughs> cussing me out at 12.30 in the morning. And then she said, I love you. Fucking. She called me pendejo. Yeah, yeah. Pinche stupido pendejo. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, thank you, sister. Mm-hmm. You know, I love you. So, it, it, it it's also very hard because you forget that your kids also got school, mm-hmm. responsibilities. But then they still wake up at 7 to do their homework, get online classes. Yeah. To do what they got to do. And then they talk about it the next day while we're eating dinner and shit. Mm-hmm. We're just chilling, eating dinner. It's a good story. Laughing. Yeah, it's yeah. a good story. You know, <laughs> so when they get older, oh my God, I remember that one time we got stuck in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. Then, you know, on a school night. On a school night. Yeah. <laughs> my dad's that cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, I'm probably going off topic like on everything, but. No, it's all good. So. I do want to ask because you, you mentioned, you know, your best, your, your kids' best friends. How did becoming a father kind of change your life and who you are as a person? All right. Let's take it back to 1942. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm messing around. No, actually, um, become, becoming a father, I think that was the best thing that happened to me. Mm. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I went to three different high schools. Mm. I messed up like that much, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you yeah. messed up in the main high school, which is Antolo Valley High School. Mm. I messed up in uh, Desert Sands, I think. And then I was barely getting my stuff to... Oh, Independent Studies, Desert Sands, um, Desert Winds. Um, I think Desert Winds was my last high school. Okay. But yeah, I was messing up real bad. Mm-hmm. But then when I figured out that, you know, the mother of my child was going to have my baby, dude, you got to get your stuff together. Because mm-hmm. then after that, you got to like figure it out, you know? Um it it, it it opened like a a whole world and your your mind opened up fast and you got to think outside the box now you're not like the rest of these high school kids you know yeah you're not the same person you you got someone you know what yeah. i did i went straight to work oh okay i said fuck that shit my dad was so he my dad was so pissed off mm. you know how pissed off he was how he didn't talk to me for like 6 months dang and you're still living at his place or what uh, at the time, yeah. Yeah. At that time, I was. He said, you know what? You know, typical Mexican dads. Yeah. Pinche stupido. <laughs> <laughs> he 
like in his head, you know, but he doesn't tell you. Yeah, you know. they give you the silent so treatment. Yes, yeah, oh, so, so silent. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't, you know, carry my daughter for 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 the good six months. Dang. Yeah, it was like, I'm the oldest, so you know, the your oldest messes up. Yeah, it's it's a big deal, you know, because right. they expect way more, especially mm-hmm. when they come from Mexico. Right. You know, if they come from Mexico and they they raise you over here and they expect you to do the right things and they expect you to be a certain way in life. Yeah. You know, whatever they didn't have, you sh- you have it. Yeah. You should be more. Right. You know? So, we didn't come this far, so you could be this far, you know, mm-hmm. in life. So, um, it, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. All the things that you go through in life, I think they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Even becoming a dad at a young age. Um when whenever you become a father, we whenever you become a a person of importance in other people's lives. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be your own kids, you know. It could be like a, a grandma or a tia. Yeah. You know? It, it's it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they changed my whole life in a different perspective. So now the way I see life is not like um how so I talked to my friend, right? Mm-hmm. He has no kids. Yeah. It it's like if if he has a kid, it's like a, it's like a sin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or it's so opposite because yeah. they could just get up and go. Right. I can't just get up and go. Right. My kids. Now they understand I could just get up and go because of the brand, mm-hmm. you know. But in the beginning, you just can't get up and go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I don't know if I answered your question. What was the question again? It's how did fatherhood change your life and it sounds like oh you yeah oh yeah. it changes your life Most drastically ways, yeah. drastically i think everybody that goes through being a father i think one day whenever you become a father believe me you're gonna be all scared if they get like their <laughs> knees scraped or they yeah. fall dude you're gonna be kissing the boo-boos you're gonna be like I, like my daughter like my daughter dude uh-huh. uh she fell one time and she like ah, and nothing happened nothing happened actually nothing happened bro <laughs> You know, she she like you gotta say sana sana. I'm like what? <laughs> my mom says sana sana colita de rana, uh-huh. and I'm like, and then she kisses my boo boo, and then I'm like, sana sana. Now you gotta kiss my boo boo. That's how much. Yeah. You know, when you're used to growing up in a certain area in your neighborhood, <laughs> and you're not used to that, yeah. Your own parents didn't do that for you, mm-hmm. and now you do it for your kids. That's how you know That's how cool. drastically your life changes. Yeah, you're evolving the cycle too. You know? Oh, I'm hoping I'm changing the whole cycle like yeah. completely, where they they know that anything happens, Dada got their back. You know, yeah, their dad is there for them. That's tight. So that's how much has changed my whole lifestyle. Okay, completely. Yeah, you mentioned that your family's from Mexico. What's like what part and like what's your ethnic background like? All right, so I'm Mexican. Um, my dad's from Guanajuato. So is my mom. Um, shout out to my people in Guanajuato. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm still connected with them. I still send my kids out there too. Okay. I don't want them to... I barely sent them like, I think, a couple of months... Um, some, they're like two, three months ago. Okay. Like winter yeah. break? They're, yeah, their break. Yeah. Their school break. Okay. I sent them for two weeks. Nice. Yeah, dude. I sent them like... I'm like, look, guys. Here's a bunch of money. You know? To them, it's a lot of money. To, yeah. to me, it's not a lot. But well, here's five hundred for five hundred for you, five hundred dollars for you. Go ahead and spend it, and however you want to spend it. Okay. You cool. know, um, I sent it out there because when you send money to Mexico, it's double. Right. You know, but when you give them to them in cash, and they want to cash it for pesos, it's it's not the same. 
it's 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 a little bit less. Oh, okay. So it's better to send. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Than it is to take it with you and and then cash it okay. over there. If you have family members out there. Makes sense. All you right. know? So they had money, they spent it, they did whatever they wanted to do. Um I never forget about where I'm from. Yeah. Um I still talk to my cousins out there. They hit me up. They're having a quinceañera. Nice. I'm barely a padrino again. Okay. So another quinceañera. And I'm like, here you go. Here's the money. <laughs> Don't call me again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So whenever, whenever you know, the family needs help or whatever, um, I'm real cool with the family still. Okay. Everybody in Mexico. That's why I, that's why I said I always try to include two cultures in, in one. Yeah. So they could see our lifestyle and we could see their lifestyle. Right. As, as we keep, keep developing you know, not just see them as like, you know, paisas or whatever. Or, yeah. Or them see us as pochos. And there's a division, you know. You don't yeah. want that. You really don't want that. We want both to be included as the same, you know. Because we all go through the same same bullshit. So. Yeah. It's a lot of the same struggle. Yeah, it is a lot of the same struggle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm hoping I'm, I'm staying on topic. but. Okay. No, that's good. Um, my, my dad's side is from Guanajuato, but I've never been because my dad's not very connected to his side especially over there oh right so you know it's definitely like a place that i've always wanted to visit the mummies too people always talk about like when i mentioned the the museum like oh yeah you gotta go check out the mummies but i just i haven't been to mexico since i was like 10 so i'll send you videos my kids when when my daughters and my my son went to mexico yeah um this is the first time my son has gone to Mexico because he's my stepson. Yeah. But when he went, dude, he came back with a girlfriend. Oh, like, seriously, yeah. I'm like, it's their way. I'm like, what the <laughs> gotta be fuck? careful. And he has a girlfriend here. Oh. I'm like, oh. You gotta relax, bro. I'm like, you ain't that pretty. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. But yeah, he, he he had fun. Okay. He didn't understand. He's like the he's like the the child. That's dark brown, but doesn't speak Spanish. Mm. And the way when they see them is the ones that they say, you got the cactus in front of your forehead, the, the nopal. <laughs> so he doesn't know Spanish very good. Ah, okay. And my daughter is half white and she's half Mexican. Mm-hmm. So she knows Spanish. Yeah. So it's the opposites, you know? So he didn't understand because he grew up here his whole life. Yeah. All he sees is the, the Mexican-American lifestyle. Right. You know, he doesn't speak that much good Spanish or, you know... Or barely any good English, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> but <laughs> um, he he didn't. His mind opened up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. He understood the lifestyle. He understands corridos. He understands it's 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 it opens your world. Right. And then you begin to understand your people. Right. Why they are the way they are. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, they come over here and they struggle. Yeah. Why they don't give a fuck if if they got to work nonstop. Yeah. You know, to send money back because mm-hmm. they know how it is out there. That's, yeah. You know? That's deep. And whenever you go over there, don't forget to pay everybody off because mm-hmm. you got to pay everybody off. So <laughs> carry extra cash. Yeah. So whenever you do your, you know, your touring thing, like when you go see the mummies, yeah. pay off the guys. They'll take you to places where you don't even know that the mm-hmm. rest of the tourists go to. Okay. So I gave my kids extra money and they went to like in the bottom of the basement. Oh, where the mummy, okay. the the other good mummies were at. Okay, so Don't. not the ones where you know tourists go to. Yeah. So, it it was nice. It was nice. My okay. my kids came back with a lot of good experience. Yeah, that's tight. So, that's good, and I think that's like it helps connect you. Like you said, understanding what your family did, and like ancestors did, mm-hmm. people just before you, and like what like you say, kind of like your people. Mm-hmm. Um, both my parents and fa- their families are from Mexico, 
Um, but I never, they kind of didn't bring me up too much with that culture. You know, I only visited Mexico a few times. And like I said, the last time I went when I was 10. You, you should try. Yeah. And and I'm adult now, so I can't put that on them. You know, yeah. it's, it's up to me now to make that effort. Actually, actually try, yeah. try. Um, yeah. If you ever want to go to the mummies, we're not too far from there, dude. Okay. Uh, you need a place to stay. I got a house there. All right. Appreciate so that. it'll be your, your place to just stay because anyways, nobody's there right now. Okay. You know, it's a, it's a three bedroom a bathroom yeah it's all good you're good okay so, appreciate that yeah seriously good looking out yeah yeah it's not too far dude and from there uh you could just drive it's like what less than an hour less mm-hmm. than, like, you know it's less than an hour from where we're at mm-hmm. so you should be good yeah and then my mom's side like i was saying they're from michoacan and my grandma and my grandpa mm-hmm. they grew up on like a rancho and they lived like by a stream and just their lifestyle was so different from when they talk about it they would like wash their clothes in the stream that was next to their house they would you know, they like like they were the only people to have like um, TV oh, back in the yeah. day because it was like the 60s and 70s before they moved here. Yeah. So it was just it was just such a different lifestyle the way they describe it. But like I said, I, I we never had that connection. So rich. I feel a little disconnected. Yeah, maybe a little bit. No, they were rich. <laughs> back then, they were the ones that were rich. Okay. You know, they were the ones that uh, all the little kids went to to watch a uh, you know whatever was going on, on the television. Oh, okay. You okay. Know? So yeah. that's but, how I know. But yeah, so you know, you always hear these stories, and 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 you just never really get to experience them for yourself, mm-hmm. or get to make that connection. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I feel like, man, I envy that, like that your kids get to do that as a kid, because there's a lot more time, obviously, as a kid, yeah. you don't have that much responsibility, or you know. But definitely want to make that trip out there to Guanajuato and Michoacan and kind of yeah. feel like connect back to the roots, you know. Yeah, isn't Michoacan is not too far from where mm-hmm. we're at. I I went there. For like a whole month by my by myself, well, with myself and my brother, my younger brother, and we were just there, us two, at the house, and then we were just going, you know, trying to experience the whole Mexico, you know, lifestyle. Yeah. And uh, the way they eat, how they just wake up early. Yeah. Just you know, it, it's so free. Yeah. It's really free. Um, they say it's bad. It is bad because if you're doing bad, you get bad. You know. Right. But. It's so free. Like, we went to the pyramids, and mm. uh, on the way, like, to Michoacan, there's small pyramids that people don't know. There's pyramids everywhere. Dude. Yeah. And then the, the people that live there, they live off of, a, um, like, a handmade, you know, jewelry, handmade, mm-hmm. everything. Um, they they make, like, you know, the calendars, the asset calendars. Out nice. Of, it's so beautiful. It's a small town, you know, mm-hmm. and they know when when you're a tourist. You can yeah. tell. You can oh, straight out yeah. tell. Um, <laughs> but it, it it's beautiful. Okay, it's it's really beautiful, dude. Get to get to know your people and your culture. Mm-hmm. Whenever you get a chance, you should just try to go at least for two weeks. Yeah. All, if if all you have to do is just rent, you, there's hotels now, dude. Yeah. Uh, you could just rent them out. Uh, always just be careful. Right. And carry your money in your socks. Yeah. Okay. So the bottom of your shoes. <laughs> bottom. All right. Okay. Carry only whatever you're gonna like spend. Right then and there. Yeah. yeah. But that's the rest goes back tucked in the bottom of the shoes. You know. For sure. All so right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just little quick tips because that's that's what I would do. Cause, Sounds good. Yeah. It, it is. It is kind of crazy sometimes. Yeah. So. And even saying like get to know my people. Um. There was a uh, I forgot what, but like I think you know in school they teach you like Aztecs, Mayans. Uh, <clears> recently, <throat> I discovered though like the area of Michoacan, there were kind of ruled by another tribe the Tarascans mm-hmm. and it was just like it's that was my first time hearing about that you know it was over COVID I think you know there's a lot of free time oh yeah and course. someone talked about like oh yeah like Michoacan was owned by like this tribe and like they were actually like big rivals to the Aztecs and 
you know, they actually like the Aztecs couldn't conquer them. So I just I kind of did a little dive on them. But I even like that was kind of like cool to know because I always just thought like, oh, yeah, Aztecs, Mayans. But they didn't run the whole state or the whole country, yeah, you know. I'm going to look into that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Tatarascans? Tatarascans, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I can probably send you one like a oh, little dude, article send it, or something. Please. Yeah. 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 Like, there's so many, there's so many things that like. Because they were the ones that were trying to just take over so many different empires. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you never know the the smaller, you know, right. areas where they actually took over and kind of also ruined their, their culture, you know. Because yeah. they're, in another way, they're kind of colonizing. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, feeding feeding their culture to whether it was death to, to that, you know, certain yeah, prisoners of war and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's tough. You don't want to talk shit about it. <laughs> but, you know, getting back on subject and shit. But, yeah, I you feel know. you. All right, so tell me more about, because you mentioned earlier about unifying the Mexican-American experience, but also just the experience of, like, Mexican people as well. When did those, like, ideas start playing in your head? From the beginning. Yeah? Yeah, dude, as I was born in Mexico. Okay. I was raised here. Mm-hmm. What do I know? You know what I mean? Yeah. I go to Mexico... My wife goes to Mexico. Same shit. Um, she was born over there. She's from Jalisco. Uh, raised here her whole life. What do we know? You know? The American lifestyle. Or the area where we grew up. Mm-hmm. American lifestyle. You know? Yeah. We Spanglish everything out. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. Everything is Spanglish. Uh, we were taught to, to you know... Uh, the, so anything that has to do with the house, uh, we have to answer the call. Mm-hmm. And explain to our parents what yeah. the you know it's a big responsibility. Translating, translate <laughs> all these you know big things, and then you don't know how to translate correctly, and then your parents tell you, well, "Why do I send you to school for?" And then school <laughs> doesn't teach you you know how to translate, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know those big things. So, yeah. um, when you go to Mexico, they call you you know pocho or you know chicano whatever they want to you know. You're not the same, right? Because and honestly, you're not, mm-hmm. because their lifestyle is so, is so different. Mm-hmm. You know, it, back then when I would go, it was um, they would kill chickens mm. by hand. Mm. That was your dinner. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I have recordings of that. Ooh. I have recordings, dude. Where okay. where my aunt? Shout out to my tia Rosa. I love <laughs> you, mama. <laughs> you know. Um, I was, we would stay over for three months when mom would send us, you know, so we won't be here because um, my parents' business was, there was hectic, they were always working and all that stuff. It was beautiful though. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was over there in Mexico for the three months, uh, I didn't know that they were raising chickens to mm. kill them. You know, you, you you go to the store here, you buy them. Yeah. You go over there, they're like, grab me that chicken. And as a kid... You're going chasing the chicken, which is like the white chickens. Yeah. It's not the colored ones because the colored ones were used more for like, uh, you know, breeding or eggs or whatever. Right. But it was the white ones. Those white ones, they breed them to, to make them fat and also to like eat them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she grabbed the chicken. She just snapped the neck and then just <laughs> straight Aztec calendar. <laughs> My ah, blood everywhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then, you know, when they're dead... 
I recorded it, dude. My cousin was holding the, the head. Yeah. And then, you know, the ligaments and everything. It still feels like it's alive. And it was twitching and twitching yeah. and twitching. It was cool. I heard like chickens can run with their head cut off. Oh, yeah. For a few yeah, seconds. Yeah, yes. Yeah. For a few seconds. Yes. They, they would also like fall to the floor and just go everywhere and flop and, and then boil water. They would boil water, mm-hmm. you know, dunk them, pluck out the, the, the feathers and stuff like that. And that made me look at life so differently. Mm-hmm. So when I'm when I came back, I go to the store. You don't look at chickens the same. Nah, nah. You, right. you, you look at them like that thing was running around. Yeah, that shit was dead, but it wasn't dead. Yeah, you know what I mean. So the luxuries that we have in America, yeah, compared to the luxuries that they do not have in our country, mm. it's a big difference. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was. The, the, the struggle in Mexico, but the freedom. We would stay up till three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. hanging out as kids, you know, doing fireworks, you know, just whatever you wanted, whatever you wanted. Because in, in the daytime, in the rancho, you're working. By the time it's dark, you're hanging out with the with, with the cousins, with the, with the family, with the kids in the middle of the ranch, like let's say the cul-de-sac, the block, whatever, yeah. back and forth till three o'clock in the morning. Okay. Just just hanging out. Whatever you wanted to do. Whatever bullshit you guys did. You know what I mean? Yeah. No moms would say nothing because it's a whole block of everybody knows each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Community. Yeah. It's yeah. a community. Yeah. And then by the time you get back, you go to sleep, wake up, and then you still feel fresh, new, happy, but not as rich. Right. You know, right. money-wise. But when you come over here, you have money. You have things given to you. You go to the fridge. Mm-hmm. You 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 know toilet paper. Something simple like toilet paper. You know back then, when I would go, they would fight over you know toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. A bathroom. Mm. You know the the simple luxuries that we have here. Yeah. Were not luxuries over there. So the luxuries that they have over there are not luxuries over here. Mm-hmm. Like freedom, staying up however late you want over here. Uh, bumping music, mm-hmm. you know, just just drinking beer with the loudest carne asada out here. You know, the neighbors call the cops, you know, yeah. whatever. Whatever yeah. you want to yeah. feel free <laughs> to do, you can't do it here. Right. You could do it over there. Mm-hmm. But what you have here, you don't have it over there. Right. So. Perspective. Yeah. The, yeah. What we're trying to do is um, bond both of those things, those experiences that we have mm-hmm. together. And hopefully it works together. And both sides of, of the culture understand it and off of there we just grab them and hook them up and help them unite and expand our culture to not be so distant from each other yeah more of unity more 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 loving more understanding towards our people right you know what i mean yeah and it, you don't have to be born over there you don't have to be born over here Mm-mm. or you don't even have to be mexican because we all go through the same struggles you know what i mean yeah it, it's it's all we're all minorities hell yeah so we all try to do as much as we can to push our culture our people's culture forward so we could be more more as one yeah you know instead of divided so bad the way we are mm-hmm. and being unified kind of helps <clears throat> advance everybody as a Society as a culture, you know what I mean? Yeah. As a group of people. Of course, of you know, course. Being that uni- unity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unity, like like the way we do Day of Unity. Yeah. You know, that was beautiful. That is beautiful. That is a beautiful event. I've never felt so free mm-hmm. 
where I could just run like a little kid, you know, like just, yeah. oh my God, what's going on? Oh my God. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, that being all that stupid little kid that, you know, you <laughs> want to be in life where, where you could just be um, yourself. You don't have to fake who you are. Okay. You are who you are. Yeah. And that's it. That's what Day of Unity, you know, to me, you know, what I was used to, what I grew up in, that's what it means to me. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, speaking of the Day of Unity, shout out to Louis from C. Manchas. Oh, what up? Yeah. Este cabrón. <laughs> How did you even uh, hear about that and get the opportunity to be a part of those events? Um, <clears throat> Actually, I think uh, we were all kind of in the same, the same bubble. We just never connected all. Okay. But we were all running the same circles and stuff. And we were all part of the same groups. Uh, we kept bumping into each other on live, you know, live videos, Instagram, um, mainly you know, social media. And then until, I don't know how it happened. It just naturally just clicked. And then not just with me me and Louie, uh, with me and everybody that's in, in our circle, you know. Okay. We all run the same circle. We're all part of the same network. That's dope. Um, we just decided just to say what's up to to one another and I think um, it's just natural clicking you know you click you hang out you chill or you talk um, you know he's very outgoing yeah he's very strong minded yeah sometimes you look at him and you want to <laughs> just slap him but <laughs> but he, at the same time you want to give him a hug yeah you know shout outs to Louis because he does that and I understand what he, what he does for for the people because he does a lot of good stuff for the people mm-hmm. you know um with, with with him, I met so many so many good people. Yeah, which is very interesting because they're all open minded. Mm-hmm. We all can like you know just go, you know bump heads and stuff, but we're all doing it for the same cause, mm. for the same cause. So mm-hmm. that's that's how that's how we all. I think that's how we're all meeting social yeah. media, Instagram, the bullshit of the the COVID and mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, yeah, so more time I, online. You know, oh but, yeah, there you go. I think that's how you and I met, right? Right, social pretty media. Much. Why? Yeah, I first heard of you through Chewy, the mm-hmm. other podcast guy, uh, Palarasa. Oh yeah, I know it's the called something Chewy. different now. Uh, Down for the Brown. Down for the Brown. That's right. Mm-hmm. He changed the name up, but yeah, I was listening to his podcast and he talked about your brand and everything he had you on, and oh, yeah, that's dude. how I found out about you. And then, of course, I think two months <clears> later <throat> in August it was the first day in Unity last mm. year and I was kind of like oh shit you're gonna be I don't think you were there at the stand when I came through cause I remember I asked for you yeah no and, and then uh like the dude was like oh no like that, like that, he wasn't he's not here I, I wasn't there yeah and I was just like oh okay okay but I remember you know, that's yeah they the said uh, some guy asked for you <laughs> who I don't know he this is his Instagram yeah yeah and I'm like oh you serious fool yeah. like, you couldn't even call me <laughs> like you just you know it I could just stop by no cause I was actually having fun you know when yeah. you're in the, your booth and just chilling and, you know, do, well, doing the business thing. Yeah. Uh, you actually want to take some time off and have someone else handle it while you go enjoy the environment you're in. Right. So I was just enjoying my environment, hanging out with the wife, looking at everybody's things. Because we go yeah. and we just go buy, you know, things. Oh, like my son would like that. My daughter, my baby, this, that. You know, we just buy a bunch of stuff because we're all, you know, in the same, you know, the same, you know, spot. Yeah. So certain things go with certain people. And I when when whenever we walk around, we buy a bunch of stuff from mm. other vendors too. Yeah, you know, show the love back. Yeah, of course. Know? And then enjoy the music, and then you know chop it up with people, network, and, and things like that. Maybe that's why also because that day I know it was really cool because uh, it was packed. Yeah, uh, was low riders everywhere. Yeah, dude, that's what I love. You yeah, know, it was, it was, it was cool. just every aspect of our culture from like like you said the live music. 
you know, the food. There was different, you know, street vendors there. There was different clothing vendors there. There was people who make little, I don't even know what you call it, like trinkets. Yeah. Know, bracelets. I saw it, yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then the lowriders too, you know, like that's, it's just. Yeah. The lowriders were cruising around back yeah. and forth, back and forth, you know, three-wheeling. And, yeah. You know, they even had like, what, a, a, a beetle or a bug or something? Some yeah. Sort of, it was the only one that was did not fit in. Still, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's cool. Like, he stopped the whole line just to buy a, a hat from us. Yeah. So they the whole line stopped and he bought a hat and then he took a picture and then he just kept cruising. Nice. So it was it was pretty dope. Yeah. So hopefully we get more more of those type of events, you know. Yeah. Because usually most of the events that we go to, um, they are more like professional, businessy. You know, mm. you're about the culture still, and it's a lot of respect because they built that brand and. And it's 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 nice, but sometimes it's a little too serious, you know. Yeah. It's too more businessy, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, too mu- too much by the book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Where, instead of when you 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 do these type of other events that are opposite, where you're just free, and you know everybody's just doing what what they want to do. You yeah. Know what I mean, in a, in a positive way. Right. You know. Yeah, it was all clean. You know, nothing bad mm-hmm. happened. Everything and. I feel like everyone took the necessary precautions and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It's cool. High five, dude. High yeah. five. <laughs> <laughs> Super dope. So what else do you got planned for your brand this year? Um, My new designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, I've been stressing out mm-hmm. a lot over my new designs because I'm also trying to do shoes. Mm. Uh, we work on uh with the comedians okay uh we also sponsor music videos um actually today was supposed to be a music video okay it got canceled well, it didn't get canceled it got postponed yeah it was supposed to be in LA <laughs> in LA today all day since the morning yeah uh, recording you know the music videos so they just um the money issue came into play oh okay that was it that happened yeah so we got postponed till next month. Yeah, I think the next month. Um, but it's gonna be beautiful. Uh, we got the shoes. We got. The, I'm coming up with socks. Um, the new designs are very important that that I really want to bring out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just taking a while because uh, I get very picky, very 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 fucking picky. <laughs> You know, like where I have designs that I already have made. Yeah. But they don't go with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I want I want to make the people proud, especially the people that wear it, you know, such as yourself. Right. Uh, that it doesn't flop. You know, it's like when when, when a music, you know, when, when an album comes out mm-hmm. and you love it and then they come up with the next one and mm-hmm. you don't like it the same yeah. or if you even love it more. Mm hmm. I want it. I want everybody to love it more. Okay. Because now we have bigger names that wear our stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Different hip hop people, uh, different genres of people, mm-hmm. and and they show us love, like lots of love, you know, and support. Mainly support. That's more important. Yeah. Um, I want them to be proud of what we're doing. The next step to push forward. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's where it's gonna get yeah. ahead. You know. Yeah, that's tight. You know, push forward. It can be challenging, you know. I think even like movies. How many times have you seen a sequel follow up the original movie? Oh yeah, right? there's you so know, many. Yeah, there's so many that kind of flop. Oh, that they're kind of uh, enjoyable. You know, I'm thinking like Hangover off the top of my head. Oh yeah. Shrek, you know, another one off the top of my head. Like nothing kind of kind of beat the original. There's very few cases. You where like you're comic like, book movies? 
comic book movies like uh like uh, uh let's say superheroes, superheroes yeah. yeah yeah i enjoy those too i never read the comics but i do enjoy oh. like yeah really yeah oh my god dude. i was like past my generation really oh yeah. shit Boo. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> honestly i'm a big comic book person you know okay. like like especially dc comics okay marvel you know you know i'm not too much into you know superman and stuff like that but his movies were really good. Yeah. For Superman? Yeah. Yeah, I like They're pretty movies. good. Um, Spider-Man were, were okay. You know, pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman's are the, the most that I critique. Yeah. Because I used to watch more. Uh, all the way from when I came to the States um, to where it used to be Batman and the Joker, but it was like a series. Yeah. Okay. You TV know? show? Yeah. When it goes, you know, and then like, pow, you, you punch him. Uh-huh. And the words come out, pow. Oh, okay, very you know, like I yeah. go all the way back to that, that <laughs> you know? And it was it was funny as hell though. But because <laughs> in the comics, you know, the Joker punches Batman and you know it says pow. And then in the series it would say the same thing, mm. you know, and he would get away. Same thing with Penguin, same thing, you know? Yeah. Every villain. But those are the ones I critique the most. Okay. So the Batman ones are the ones I critique the most. Um Do you have a favorite Batman actor? Oh, you know what? I have a favorite Joker actor. Okay, who's that? The guy that passed away. Heath Ledger? That's yes. what everyone says, yeah. God, this guy. Yeah. This guy. Oh, my. Just embrace that shit, oh. huh? If you think of an artist, mm-hmm. 100%, I'm going to be an artist and I'll die as an artist. Mm-hmm. This guy. Yeah. This guy. Mm-hmm. I was actually barely watching also him in A, a Knight's Tale. You know? I've never no? seen that one, no. You know? No. Dude, you got to watch it. <laughs> You, you'll fall in love with someone. Okay. You'll look for that that female to fall in love with. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> See, I was watching it with my wife, and I was like, damn, baby. Damn, this fool. I wish I was like him, but... Yeah. And I was holding it, I'm like, you're not even that girl. <laughs> you know? You're not even that girl. Because yeah. I went... I remember I, I watched them, and I went with, uh, to the movies. And back then, we would, like, walk mm-hmm. to, to the movies, you know... Back then, we would call them the expensive movies because mm-hmm. there was the dollar the dollar movies yeah. and also, you know, Cinemark, which is the more expensive one. Mm-hmm. But we would walk to the, you know, the newer ones. Um, and, dude, me and the homies, we just walked all the way. It, it was a mission. It was like like 40 minutes. Oh, shit. Walking. Okay. It was worth it, though. Okay. It was worth it. You hang out with your homies, talk, bullshit. After that, you go to Jack in the Box, get, you know, tacos and stuff, the cheaper yeah. menu. And then... You know, just talk about the whole movie and stuff, and then you you your imagination goes wild, right? Because we were like almost all of us were more artistic, and mm-hmm. and you know instead of you know, um, boring, yeah, like like they just, just vanilla, sing, vanilla, yeah, yeah. There you go, and then we were all like, oh yeah, I want to be like him. I would do this, I would do that, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And when we saw his acting, we were all like, damn, you know. And then when I saw him in Batman, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, this fool is. I felt him Mm -hmm. you know he is the Joker yeah I I don't I understand that back in the days the the Joker you know they were they kind of had to act like like back in the days type Mm -hmm. of thing to fit into that role right but this guy embraced it so freely you know where where it was like modern day Joker no Mm -hmm. one could top me maybe almost the other guy from from Suicide Squad Mm. Um, oh, uh, Leto, Jared Leto. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, okay. he was pretty good too. Yeah. Maybe because he's more newer, new school and stuff like that. But him too, I okay. like him too as the Joker. 
But okay. the Batman, I, I got to keep watching who will be the, the futuristic Batmans, you know? Okay. In the world, because there's so many. Uh, I forgot their names, though. I, I just I just look at the way they act. Yeah. Some of them act a little too hard and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just... That's the toughest thing. I know in my lifetime, there's, I don't know, I think, yeah, like two Batmans, two different actors. Mm-hmm. There was a dude who played, like, in the Dark Knight series, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think it's Christian Bale, mm-hmm. right? And then... I forgot the new dude. Uh, ben Affleck is his name. Oh, yeah, That's Ben right. Affleck. What, what do you think about him? A lot of people. I, I don't know. I like Christian Bale better of the two, but I didn't watch any previous Batmans. And I know that's kind of like the consensus when I talk to other people who are more yeah. into the comics. They're yeah. like, ah, oh, Ben Affleck, no, we don't like him. You yeah. Know? Um, but, maybe because they see him as not like a like the Dark Knight, not the Dark yeah. Underworld type. They right. see him more as like, you know, uh, J Lo status. You yeah, know? it reminds yeah. me of J Lo for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like she's about to get so many rings that she wins the NFL or something like yeah. that. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, we're just talking shit. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I like it. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I think Ben Affleck. They see him more as the pretty boy type. Not as a Dark Knight type yeah. of person. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why people talk. So Not real like, gritty. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They'll, they'll be they'll be coming up with some somebody new, someone someone else to try to take the place. You know. For sure. For for Batman. Okay. Now going back to last year, twenty twenty was life changing for a lot of people. How did just the whole pandemic and and everything that came with it affect you and your industry and your art in the process and how you go <clears> about things? In the art world, I loved it. Yeah. I love to be locked up you know in the room just creating to me it was beautiful mm-hmm. if I don't gotta talk to nobody I'm good <laughs> you know if I don't gotta be out there I'm good you know your mind is free your mind is concentrating you know mm-hmm. you get up do whatever you gotta do eat dinner hang out with the kids watch a movie blah blah boom go back and create you know I love it I love I love I love that part um selling that was that was a difficult part mm-hmm because I got used to for a minute uh, going out, being out and about, getting to know people, talking, handshakes, you know, mm. hugs, and, and like, oh, dude, you are what I want to see as carnalismo, you know? Yeah. That type of person, you know? That's what I like, mm-hmm. you know? I got used to that. I love that. Um, financially, it, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. It, it was difficult, you know? But networking, now that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's when you start to see the lives. Then that's when you start to see the people, you know, come out, you know, showing, you know, like, oh, you know, we're doing this, this and that. Um, then that's when you're like, you know what? I love what you do. Let's network. Let's work together. Mm. Let You know, once this whole bullshit is done, let's keep pushing together forward. And then that's how we started building. more. So I took a little advantage, not financially so much, but networking, getting to know other people. Yes, that's what we took advantage in, and also being locked up and with the family and the kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was beautiful. So I like it, you know. Yeah, I, I still like it, you know. That's good. Yeah, so. it it definitely changed the way how we move and like how we, like you said, go out and or maybe not going out. Mm-hmm. You know, try and stay home more. Yeah, and plus I, I usually you know I'm out in the streets every day, uh, Monday through Saturday. I work and we just do what we got to do. Um, by the time I get home. I love to just be home and chill. Yeah. You know, but the kids, you know, they want to go out and stuff, but you know, we do. And then the, the beautiful thing about my kids, they get tired at a certain time <laughs> and they just want to go home and relax. Nice. So I'm like, good. 
because the wallet stays full <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice so okay yeah. What would you say is one of the biggest things you've learned about yourself since uh, 2020 and that pandemic hit us, you know? What I learned about myself. I'm not very social. Mm. I'm not a very good public speaker. I'm not uh, the nicest person sometimes. Mm. And I have a lot of vices if I was locked up a lot. Mm. In, in in the same you know pandemic type of thing um i learned that if you call someone and if they don't answer you but then they call you and you answer them and then you call them back and they don't answer you again that's not a friend yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know what i mean yeah only when things are cool that's when they want to respond mm. so i was like oh wow you know, you 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 think you're, you're you're being cool with certain people, but you know, at the end of the day, it's only what benefits them sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I learned a lot. It's it's very interesting. I learned that patience, patience, getting to know yourself, like be learning how to be alone with yourself. Yeah, is very important. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when when there's not much to do. Right. Um, I learned that family is always sometimes the best key you know because mm -hmm. they love you through the thick and the thin and also finding the simple shit and making it making it the best yeah so yeah not to be down you know but yeah you, you learn a lot of I think a lot of people learned a lot of negative not a lot of socializing um because when you socialize a lot Everybody wants to be your friend. Yeah. And when you don't socialize so much, not a lot of people are your friends. Right. You know what I mean? So that that's what I learned. Okay. So, yeah. Dope. Yeah. And also staying away, from, figuring out how to stay away from the wife and shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. They, they just, it gets, it gets. No, that's how I was here too for oh. different reasons. But like I was living at home still with my parents and. You know, after a few months of quarantine and everything, I was like, all right, I got to move out. You know, <laughs> luckily, I was still able to work, save up money. And so now I do got like my own little, I rent a room. What was everything. your mom telling you? Man, just getting over like the same like old stuff. But, you know, you're just home more. So you hear it and it's just more of a routine. Yeah. You know, like, why aren't you doing the dishes? Like, the, and, oh. and, 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 you know, like parents can be very particular. Like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll I think I folded the, the, the towels or whatever, like a certain way or the right way. But. She gets upset and it's like, oh no, like yeah. the towels need to be folded this way. And yeah. it's like, shit, all right, my bad, you know, like <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. So, yeah. you know, they just have parents have their own ways about doing things. And you yeah, know. when you're too much in the house, uh, they start critiquing more and yeah. things their way and not your way. Yeah. Or what time you wake up or what yeah. time you go to sleep or. And vice versa too, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. what did you learn? Ooh, um, I learned that there are a lot of more hobbies that I have that I like to make mm. more time for. And I think the biggest thing is like learning to say no more. Uh, Cause I was a big yes person. Oh, same way. And and I'm a, a big people pleaser. I don't want to leave people down. Same shit. So just, you know, yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll do that. And next thing you know, I got like 10 things to do that one Saturday. And it's like oh, back okay. to back to back to back to back. So I don't really same thing. get yeah. a chance to rest. So it was nice, you know, people weren't hitting you up. And, and even when things slowly started coming back, it's kind of like, nah, like, it, 
that won't always be an excuse because you know as things open up it's be like all right well what's your excuse now but still i could just still i feel more comfortable saying like no like i can't or you know next time or i you know just being able to say no more so i have more time for myself do a hobby that i've yeah been putting off etc etc so yeah it's, it's actually true because i'm the same way yeah. uh, i'm used to always trying to figure out how to make people happy yeah and then you forget about the shit that makes you happy yeah you know lucky, right that brings you yeah brings you <laughs> happiness and just full of life yeah you know the simple things that make that will please you mm-hmm. uh, won't please the other person so they want you to sometimes do what you know what you said you said yes to right and you're like you forgot about yourself mm-hmm. so sometimes you got to show yourself love before you sell you know show it to to someone else 100 percent. you know you mean? Yeah. yeah i get you I, i'm the same way like i say yes and I'm like, oh shit, hold on, I had to do this. Now I gotta go run back and do everything else before you know do mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, I understand. All right, Hell cool. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. All right. Well, before we wrap things up, I do like to ask these like fun, introspective questions to kind of help the audience to get to know you a little bit better. So, if you could have any toppings on a pizza, what would they be? Oh hell yeah, <laughs> pizza status. <laughs> All right, dude. I like I like the works. Okay. I like I love. I'm a I'm a fat asshole. Um. <laughs> First, we gotta start. Where are we getting this pizza from? Anywhere, you. anywhere. Anywhere. All right, so want. I go to Rigatoni's Pizza, right, which is uh, where close to where I live. Um, it used to be called Amici's mm. um, Pizza. It was really good because mm. I grew up on the east side. They had this pizza spot, and when they came up, dude, we used to get the gigantic, the the biggest one, the family one, <laughs> okay. you know. And that to me was a luxury, a pizza on the weekend. Especially if it was like Saturday, Sunday, to end the Sunday, that was our thing. Yeah. You know, well, my thing, you know, family's thing was carne asada, but to me, the pizza was the best. Mm. Um, you get the gigantic pizza. Then you put, of course, pepperoni, jalapenos, mm. uh, onions, black olives, bell peppers, chicken, um, jala- um what else? Uh, what did I say already? You said um, you said jalapenos, jalapenos, onions, black olives, pepperoni, chicken. Um, I don't like I don't like pineapple, but okay. Oh ham, ham. ham. Okay. You gotta put ham. Ham. Mm. <laughs> Damn the works, huh? <laughs> that yeah. is really the works. That yeah. is the works, right? Yeah. That, that, I think that covers it. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I don't like vegetarian that much. Okay. Like, my wife, she likes vegetarian. It's boring. Mm. We ordered it one time. It stayed. Mm. You know, the kids didn't touch it. <laughs> <You know>? So <laughs> it was weird. She ate it, but she didn't want to. I'm like, that's what you get, female. You know, <laughs> you eat it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you, you, I, I love a little bit of everything. Okay. Oh, and then you, you know, put the crushed pepper. Mm. And then if you have to, you put, you tell them extra cheese on top of it. Once you put the extra cheese and you got to put the, what, the, the Parmesan. Parmesan. Yeah. And then you yeah, crushed pepper. And then, you know what I mean? Now the, the, now the pizzas go crazy. Yeah. Now it's like taco pizzas and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, no. All it's, kinds of it's stuff. Too wild. Cheesy crust. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cheesy crust. Pretzel crust. I've seen yeah. pretzel crust. So yep. It's just whatever. You're yeah. getting creative. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. I've I seen a lot of people do crazy shit with the pizzas now <laughs> so i'm like hold on i gotta try that but yeah i don't know if that's a pass you know or just a trend <laughs> yeah you know, type of thing but i keep it like that old school but the biggest one okay because and it has to be like real good cheese you know this this the cheese that just yeah you, you, you know because you can't get like, that fake you, one you gotta throw it on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how about yourself oh go to i like it keeping it classic pepperoni if i'm like 
if I'm trying somewhere new, if I like to go to one of those, like, uh, there's a place called Pizza Press down here. It's like one of those design your own pizzas. So it's a personal pizza, so a little smaller. Um, I like going uh, chicken, pepperoni, those tomato, the grape tomatoes, oh, the juicy ones. Oh, okay, okay. They have those. I'll try those. Um, spinach, and, and probably like you know, green bell peppers, you know, and then I like to throw some uh, either sriracha or pesto on top. They have like that option as like oh, a so sauce. You're, you're modern. like Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> nice. yeah. Have you tried the brick oven pizzas? That's, uh, yeah, in a, a few different spots. Like yeah. There's um there's a spot when I, I went to school in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. There's a place in Sacramento that had a really good brick oven pizza place. And oh, nice. One was called, what was it called? I think it was called the South Side. Oh, Basically, it was, it was chorizo. Potatoes oh, fuck. and eggs on a pizza, so it felt like a Mexican oh, breakfast on a yeah. pizza. I was yeah. like, "What?" This was it was That's dope. A trip. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, see, I got to modernize myself now. Yeah. So no, I, <laughs> it's super trendy. You know, you're kind of like, "What the heck?" But so good. It was like a Mexican breakfast on a pizza. And oh wow! I tried the brick oven pizzas. Yeah. Bomb, mm-hmm. bomb. I ordered like six different ones, and it, it like every single one was just for like how we wanted, just tasted it and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like chicken on your with pizza or like do you like or like you know for example pizza and chicken like oh chicken? next to it mm-hmm. uh I like chicken on the pizza I've never had it like fried side and side yeah yeah I've had chicken and waffles I like that oh I don't like that yeah it's kind of a weird combo yeah but it is it I, is I I, I I like that that one time yeah I, I have a friend that he has his own restaurant uh shout out to Randy's chicken and waffles <laughs> <laughs> and um. It was all right. It was yeah. all right. But he does some good gumbo shrimp. Ooh. Bomb. Dude, gumbo's nice. Oh, God, that shit was yeah. nice. <laughs> I told him, and I was like, dude, the rest sucks, but that shit just keep going. <laughs> just keep going with the gumbo. It's, it's going pretty good for him because okay. uh, he has his own, uh, he has the lunch, he has a restaurant, uh, two lunch trucks, mm. and once in a while he does pop- pop-ups, you know? Okay. So it's, it's pretty good for him. That is good. So, right. yeah. So I guess his restaurant is pretty good. All right. All right, back to the questions. Mm-hmm. You're allowed five dinner guests, dead or alive. Who would you want to speak with the most at that dinner table? Five five people? Yeah, five people dead or alive. Oh, shit. <laughs> Can I shoot it to you first? Me? Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Hit it. Um, I would do... I really looked up to Muhammad Ali as a kid, so have him. Um, I really like Elon Musk because I feel like you know, he's just leading this new wave of technology with Teslas and stuff. Is it to survive? No, no, no. Dinner guest is just like who do you want to conversate with? Oh, you know, to like, hang out and chill with? Yeah, hang out and chill. Uh, have a. I was gonna know. put my family if we had to survive. You could, you could do that too. I don't yeah. want to no more. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Elon Musk, Muhammad Ali, uh, probably someone from hip hop, Nas. I really, really oh, want I Nas. Oh, I love Nas. Yeah, Nas yeah. is cool. Yeah, some East like Coast. That's it. and then I feel like the other two just keep changing. I really want to speak with uh, one of my favorite football players. He's still alive, Tyron Matthew. Okay. And then, I guess more historical. Oh, and really digging back like history, probably like Cleopatra. Um, I feel like she was one of the first like. I'm sure there was ones before her, but the, she was like the yeah. first one you kind of learn in history and they yeah. talk about a lot in depth. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, she was the queen of Egypt. Yeah. Blah, blah. I kind of ask what that was like, you know, because everything before was all dudes, 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 dudes. So you know kind of talk to her about oh, that nice. everything. yeah oh so, so you went from like you went from uh sports to history to, yeah to all all technology. one of each genre kind of i mean you can kind of you know oh that's nice yeah. yeah i didn't think about it like that yeah I, I was over here thinking in my mind like five people i gotta hang out with 
if we gotta survive i don't know for some yeah. reason i thought about it like that i'm like i have another survival question but okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> this um, is just who would you want to chit chat with get a different perspective on i guess in life dead, yeah, yeah dead or alive too you know people you find really oh, interesting. okay uh i would love to hang out with like uh damn there, there's a couple of hip-hop artists that i like right now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna give a shout out to uh <laughs> Bobby Castro I would love to hang out with him Bobby Castro yeah have you heard of him Mm-mm. no his music is real cool it's inspirational it's both things hood and and rancho okay so it's both and he's from LA south central LA nice um, just to talk about life and where he's going he's very artistic too mm-hmm. and when it comes to hip hop his motherfucker he looks up to Nas too and he, okay. he could he could spit he, oh, <laughs> that fool's crazy alright um, that's one artistically I would like to go all the way back to Van Gogh mm. and I would like to ask him why he cut his fucking ear off <laughs> you know what the fuck is going on yeah. you know most people say Picasso but yeah he, he's really good but this guy was crazy er I don't think he got his props that he deserved not when he was alive right yeah that story yeah that's not not when he was alive because yeah. I was hearing that they bought one of his paintings from a lady he paid this lady with one of his paintings that he owed her uh, and she used it you know how back then they had pigs so they won't go out yeah so he, she just used it to cover so the pigs won't go out oh and a guy found the painting and he kept it and it was worth a, you know a bunch of money but the lady didn't know oh so you know like what yeah. a piece of wood and then give me that you know yeah painting so you know i would like to like really understand why and they say because it was a pro- because of the prostitute or mm-hmm. whatever he was in, in love yeah with. he was in love with yeah, um, a girl yeah that's a trip you know like <laughs> really really like that yeah here you go here you go how, how was that like and then the field of irises painting that he did and mm-hmm. then you know um he did so many beautiful paintings, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many Mexican artistic, like Diego Rivera and stuff like that. I would, mm-hmm. I would love to hang out with them okay. and have them just fight. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, like just just watch them fight over. Uh, imagine eating dinner yeah. or hanging out at the table, watching watching those two just argue. Yeah, you know. Yeah, about the art world and how it's supposed to be. While I'm just chilling, eating my my, my big ass pizza that I just ordered. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, those those what are they three? Mm-hmm. That's three. Uh, um. Let me see. Alive. And this is this is a difficult question. This yeah. is a very important question. <laughs> um, Julio Cesar Chavez. Okay. Yeah, because I want him. He he was like to me growing up. Uh, he he was very important, you know, in in the household, you know, because uh, when the family gets together, it was a whole entire family, and it was a big deal, you know, the fights they come over, the whole family just. Just whoever ordered the pay per view, it was a big ass event, you know, mm-hmm. and it was because of Chavez. Um, just to just to see his perspective in life, because he's still alive, mm-hmm. his perspective on how he sees his son as a fighter, yeah, and how disappointed he is, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and how he sees how Canelo is, yeah, and what he thinks real boxing is like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, him, because I love boxing. Um. Oh, damn. Cantinflas. Cantinflas? Yeah, Cantinflas. Okay, who's that? Uh, Cantinflas was the dude, the comedian. Uh, 
he was the he was a comedian. Mario Moreno is is a very important comedian, his Mexican comedian, mm-hmm. that like uh, he was like one of the funniest dudes ever alive at that time. Yeah, uh, that actually changed the whole comedy world. Like mm. right now, he could be dancing. You would look at him like a goofball. Yeah, dude, he'll take your shirt, your socks, your pants, your keys, your your wife or your mom, <laughs> and drive off with her car, and before you know it, you're broke. Dang, he was that slick. Okay, he was that that much of a you know slick person yeah but people looked at him like a like a fool you oh, know okay so he's very slick oh okay he's very slick dude i dude, like dude. that but and his style of dancing he could like vibe to any music to anything and act like if if it was part of the routine he, mm. he makes the parties cool and he'll have the whole crowd laughing and everything like that like ah, ha, ha. <laughs> the whole thing was cool and then he just throw his jacket on and he's walking out with his lady and then boom! Before you know it, once he leaves, the party's done. Ooh, That's how much of a man. He that is. Yeah. Okay. He's that type of person. Right on. Okay. So, so probably him. All right. Yeah. I like that five. Yeah. Moving on to the next question. This is the survival one. You are stranded on a tropical island, but food and water provided. So, what are three things you like to bring to help pass the time? All right. Of course, my Toxica, which is my <laughs> wife, because <laughs> we watch these survival videos. Yeah, and then uh, what, naked and afraid type of thing. Oh yeah, you watch yeah. that? I've seen some. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's crazy. Um, who would you take? Hold on. <laughs> Let me who would I it. take? Yeah, I wouldn't take anybody. I would probably just take. Uh, I'd probably take like uh, I'd package a basketball hoop and a basketball. Oh shit! The... Really? I would, yeah, just to pass the time. Um, just like a never-ending playlist of music. Oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah. Yeah, and I think I I think like I don't know if I can get an unlimited supply, but since it's my question, I'm gonna just say like an unlimited supply of like um, canvases and just like and paint. Paint. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not even really into painting like that, but if I'm gonna have that much time, just you know, fuck around and you know, do yeah. some stuff. You know. I I think that's what I would do. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. You know, um, I was gonna take my wife. Uh, to you know, cause you need a breed or men. <laughs> You have no more babies, but <laughs> um, take her because you need uh, someone to talk to and won't go crazy by yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, like uh, what was it? Wilson, mm. um, where he made the, the ball. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'd take my wife. Uh, I want to say the kid. No, I'm not going to say the kids because, uh, sorry, kids. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, I would actually take unlimited supply of paints and canvases to because without those i feel like i'm not doing nothing with my life yeah um oh shit three huh oh fuck it i'll, I'll take a shit little weed okay yeah, yeah there you go yeah. hey nothing wrong yeah. with that either that's it that's where you get the inspiration yeah from. <laughs> I, I think that's it you got to choose between kids or weed huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right all right last one if you can give any advice to a younger self what would it be I, I've been thinking about this one a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. You know, one time I had a dream where I pictured myself. Um, I pictured I was in I was in middle school, and then I was outside. I think it was PE time, and then I I don't know for some reason my my one of my I love I love trucks and stuff like that, and like low, I love low rider cars and stuff like that, and I always pictured myself if I could look at myself. You know, just cruising, and you look at yourself like your younger self in the eye, mm-hmm. and then you just look at yourself, and you just say, "There, there's like 
a thousand words you could tell yourself yeah. when you're looking at yourself in the eye, your younger self. Yeah. While you're just cruising through and just don't stare off. Mm-hmm. I think that would tell it all, but I would tell myself if I saw that person driving through, I would tell myself, would you want to still be that person? Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's like, like in life, there's so many bumps, there's so many bruises, there's so many things that, that you know, you you wish you didn't do, mm-hmm. you know, so many setbacks. But I, I think that's what I'll tell myself. Okay. That's deep. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That, that shit. All right. Damn, we got me crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Well, thank you again for being on the show. Before you go, go ahead and plug anything you'd like to promote where people can find your brand and so on and so forth. Oh, okay. Uh, just, yeah, just hit us up on DM, um, carnalismo.clothing. Uh, we're coming up with our website. Uh, we're coming up with shoes, socks, nice. um, hand-painted shoes. Yeah. So they're Ooh. all going to be one-of-a-kind type of thing. Hell yeah. Okay. I put a lot of effort into these. I bought... Um, I'm I'm starting with like van style type of shoes. Casual wear. Yeah, you know? casual because okay. I want to see a lot of people, like in the beach or like I don't know, just relaxing. Yeah. I, I've been wanting to relax for for a while now. Mm. I've been wanting to switch up my clothing brand a little bit more to the lighter, you know, tone colors. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so yeah, just hit us up, DM us, uh, check out our shoes, check out our mugs, our beer mugs, uh, shot cups, uh. Hopefully later on in the future, the bud industries. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're trying to step into. Yeah. You know, where where they're like, when you see a, you know, sometimes when I see a certain person, and they're so like boring or so serious or something. I I I, dude, right. I want to tell them here, it's a un toque. What's that? Just one hit. Yeah. Just take one a hit. hit. Take a hit like of if you what? Prescribe it. Yeah, take a hit of carnalismo, homie. <laughs> Look at life differently. Or here's a shot. Here's yeah. a shot of carnalismo. Mm. Wake up a little bit. You you know, you want to just chill with everybody? Here's a Loose mug of carnalismo. Yeah. You know, just chill. Come on, enjoy life a little bit. It's too short, you know? Yeah. Life travels so fucking fast that sometimes you're like, what the fuck happened? You yeah. know? Like, dude, we do, like, I know older older people, they got a big-ass house. It's just, it's just, you know, the husband and the wife. Yeah. They got a big old two story home, a big old pool, mm-hmm. tennis court, basketball court, Jeez. a guest house with three rooms. Where they live, Texas? No, <laughs> <laughs> they're doctors. Oh, okay. So, and private home too, putting oh. green and everything. Damn. A praying room. You know what I mean? Jeez. I I tell them, how's life? You know what they tell me? <laughs> yeah, it's there. I'm like, what do you mean it's there? Yeah, it's life. It's there. Dang. How about your life? I'm like, I'm fucking way happier than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why, man. Money doesn't buy happiness. Ma- ma- yeah, money does not buy happiness. Mm-hmm. But that, 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 you know, that hit of carnalismo. Yeah. That should buy you a bunch of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> you I know? like that. All right. So, for sure. Well, yeah. thank you again, man, for being on the show. Really appreciate you. Hope nothing but the best for your brand. Let me know when you, you drop the shoes, and I'll be sure to help promote them oh, and everything. Dude. No, you already know I got you. All right, appreciate I that. I got you. Good looking out. All right. Thanks. Right. Yeah. Boom, that's going to wrap it up for another episode of the My Mike and I podcast. I am Noah Alvarez. 
Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the show. Did want to remind you guys to like, subscribe, and follow the podcast homepage on whatever platform you're listening on. I'd greatly appreciate it. And don't be afraid to share it with a friend. If you think someone who hasn't heard of the podcast would like it, be sure to shoot them a message, shoot them a text, shoot them an email if you got to. Man, just I would appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. We got some new things coming for you guys. I don't want to spoil any surprises, but I'm excited for where the direction of this podcast is headed and some of that new ideas that I'm coming to fruition. And I want to thank everyone that helped me with ideas too, from my guys like Travis Chase, from 80, um, and a few other people as well as Jenny. There's a handful of people that have really helped me with some new ideas and I really appreciate that. I'm an open book. I like to hear different feedback too. So if you want to give me feedback, be sure to hit up the My Mike and I Instagram page at my period Mike and period I. Also on Twitter at underscore Noah Alvarez, as well as no, I think those are the only two platforms I got. But you can also follow True 100 Radio on those platforms as well, and you can check out the website at tru the number one hundred radio.com for all your podcast needs local to Orange County. Stuff like Super Geniuses, you're doing Find Miha, stuff like Jamal's very own morning routine. Shout out to Jamal Bostic real quick too. I know I say it in the intro all the time, but shout out to Jamal Bostic too. I know he's working really hard behind the scenes, so we appreciate your hard work, Jamal. Check out True 100 Radio if you guys get the chance. Now, as I always say, continue to chase your dreams, not checks. Never stop seeking knowledge, and I hope you continue to battle whatever obstacle may be in your face maybe in your way at the moment that you may be facing at the moment i think that's where i got mixed up and i did want to say congratulations to priscilla my good friend chanel both good friends my good friend priscilla my good friend chanel for graduating with their master's degrees from their respective schools and shout out to everyone else who's graduating during these times the month of may i know it's graduation season whether it's a aa a ba an ma or a phd it doesn't matter even if you're graduating high school man Take it all as an accomplishment. Congratulations to you all. And I wish you guys nothing but the success in your journeys. And man, I just I just love being surrounded by people who are also, you know, are pursuing further education and are coming from families and backgrounds like myself. So it's cool to see people, you know, from my demographic make it. I think that's pretty cool. Alright, that's gonna wrap it up, guys, for another episode 152 of the My Mike and I podcast. I'll see you next time. <laughs>